Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What's up, everybody? Welcome to The Loud Spot. I'm your host, Sebastian, hanging out with the guy named Nate, who's in a band called Preacher, and I'm with my co-host, Southern Flame, Don McIntyre. Let's go. All right, before we get the show started, I do want to remind everyone to please subscribe to our YouTube channel and check us out on all podcasting platforms, wherever you go. Nate, man, what is going on all the way from Reno, Nevada? Wee! <laughs> <laughs> I think you're the I think you're the first band that I I re, I don't think I've ever had another band from Reno, Nevada on. I think you're the first one. Do we have to be to be to be completely honest? Like even touring and stuff, they're like, "You're from where?" We're like, <laughs> "Reno, Nevada," and they're like, "You must go to Vegas all the time." And it's like, "No, other side of the like, state." It's eight hours south. You know, you're like, "God, you got to go so far to get there." You know, I think people don't understand. Like, I'm from San Francisco, like the Bay Area. I was born there, raised just East Bay. People are like, "Oh, you probably went to L.A. all the time." I was like, "No, that's like fucking seven hours away, dude." Like, yeah. no, I did <laughs> not say, it's this, it's the same thing. Like. I'm closer to San Francisco than like anything, you know. Well, well, Re- Reno's right there, um, and Don, I know you you're probably not familiar, but Reno's right there, near, right near Northern California. So, I have a funny story about Reno. And I'm gonna I want to say before we get into your band stuff, which I want we're all gonna play "Live Laugh Lobotomy," which is an awesome name for a song, by the way. Uh, I was in Nevada, and I was at my friend's wedding. It's only like a couple hour drive from right from the Sacramento area. And I was getting fucking hammered, right? And there's this lady gambling on this TV, like right in front of me. She's sitting there gambling, and and I found this <laughs> coin. I found this coin on the floor, this like weird coin. And I said, you know what? This is a lucky coin. I just picked it up and convinced her it was a lucky coin. I shit you not. Like five minutes later, she won like thirty thousand dollars. Damn, Bro, she cut you in on that? No, she say. fucking did it. She should. She should. She should. Oh, like, that's yep, fucked I, up, lady with I the coat. Lady with the golden coin. Come on, man. I know. And it was. And I I've ever, I will never forget. I was like 21, I think, when it happened. I was like, oh, I should have uh. gambled with that coin. Of course, if I would have gambled, it would not have been a lucky <laughs> coin. I, she probably still would have won. And I still would have lost. And, so. You didn't propose? I, I should, <laughs> yeah, she was with her husband. Otherwise, I would have. Like, hey, how much did you win? 30000 People are into won. that. You know, sometimes you got to pay extra for an additional husband, you know? <laughs> at 21 years old, $30,000 is a whole, I mean, hell, at 40 years old, 30000 is a lot of money. But at 21, <laughs> that's, that's like marriage material right there. Yeah, to be honest, like any any money right now with how everything's going, sure, I'll take it. You know, I'll take it. Yeah, so I was, so when you when you popped on the screen earlier, I was looking at my phone, I realized you're on. I was looking at, I was like, what the fuck does lobotomy mean? Because it's like not a word you, I kind of knew what it was, but I didn't. It's a psychosis operation. Yeah, um, man. It takes you uh, a happy time all the time. <laughs> they, they, well, they don't perform it anymore. That, in fact, the last lobotomy was done in 1967, and the doctor killed his patient performing the surgery. 
Well, yeah, they stick a pin through the actual eye socket and then like basically gouge out a portion of your frontal lobe. So you're like at all times. Ah. And so you named the song Live, Laugh, Lobotomy. That just like come to like, did the song come first and then the title of the song? Or did you write the song around the name? Because you thought it'd be a cool name for a song. Um, our song names always come second. Like the, the song names we come up with while we're demoing um, will probably cancel us as a band because they're just so terrible. <laughs> you know, or they're like <laughs> stupid or, or like food related. Like they make no sense at all. And a fun fact is, like, if you ever got your hands on one of our very first records we did, we forgot to swap the names on the master tracks. So uh, when you put it, like, into, like, MP3 readers or stuff like that where it reads the record, you'll see all of our demo song names come through on the master tracks. And it's just hilarious, man. Like, I'll give you one. It was like, We called it, like, Chugging Nuggets. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, just because we were all hungry at the time. And we're like, ah, oh, that sounds good enough. And we just type it in. because. Yeah, we are self-produced, so we have access to everything. So on a professional side, we don't have to be as professional stepping into a studio where someone's, like, hammering away for you. It's, like, literally us. Like, oh, we're recording this. Name it something stupid so we remember it. And then afterwards, like, you know, when you start presenting this, like, what's it called? And you're like, oh, man, guys, we got to think of a good song name. <laughs> you know, and then, you know, we just, I mean, we, it is based on the actual song itself. Like, it makes sense. But, like, it, when it starts, it doesn't at all. Dude, I, I swear to God, I wish a band would come out with a whole album and just name the song, song one, song two, song three, song four. Because a lot of bands actually do that before they actually come up with the names. They like song A, song B, song C. I think I'd be original if a band actually came out with an album that did that. You, you know what's funny and what's really going to fuck you up is like I was thinking the same thing. And not with this current record that's about to come up with, the one we were working on afterwards. Same thing. See, it's a good idea. Yeah. It's a good idea. I'm telling we were you, like, fuck it, dude. Like, we don't gotta name these things. Just put numbers on them bitches, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> you guys have will just be symbols, you know? That would be the next yeah, thing we do. Yeah, just like a parenthesis. Yeah, like, no, just as well, like that was a, it's it's a dove or like it's oh, interpretive okay. art, you know? Like I each one, much- you're like, I don't know what it was. If you turn it upside down, it looks like an old man. And then when you turn it right side up, it actually looks like a rack of tits or something, you know? And they're like, I don't, I don't know what to call that song. We're like, exactly. You know? Exactly. <laughs> I don't you know. For have... some reason, I thought of the count on freaking Sesame Street. Oh, song one. Blah, why would you <laughs> song, song one? Blah, blah, blah. If I can get the rights to that, I would literally put that on the front of each song. <laughs> just to drive people nuts and then stoke people out, you know. You can wait till they sue you and then be like, oh, "I was just kidding." We're renaming everything. Well, we're getting to that point of our career where it's like now they can make money if they sue us, and we're like, "Oh shit!" So we can't really do as stupid stuff like we used to. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's once you once you hit a certain plateau or a certain level of <laughs> listeners, people start paying attention to your shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and then they start like researching it, and you're like, "Oh, well, I'm in trouble." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think and other podcasts on the phone. I can still get away with some stupid shit for now. I think. I think I can still. <laughs> I, can, I still can get away with stupid shit. I'm not. I'm not there yet. But you guys do have an. E, did the EP already come out? Is it Blur? No. So that EP is coming, and this is the first okay. single off the actual newest EP that we've done. Mm-hmm. Um, but we we tend to get like really antsy when it comes to writing music, so we do it all the time. So like even management has a hard time keeping up with us. They're like, Hey, we need to be- Oh yeah, here it is. You know, like, Hey, we need another, here you go. You know? And they're like, Holy shit. You know, with like how we operate. So like I said, since we have a studio that we work out of, we're able just to kind of grind and put things out like that. And yeah. then of course, like Stan, our guitar player is an absolute madman. 
and I don't think that guy ever sleeps. <laughs> you, know? yeah. like, you see him, he looks tired as fuck, and we're like, but you're like, hey, and he's all jubilant as hell. And we're like, what were you doing last night? He's all, I wrote an entire record last night. <laughs> and I'm like, cool, send it my way. And then like, I'll just like, I already have like lyrics and every shit like basically lined up and we're so in sync like that, where it's like, we always come back to the band, like, hey, we got our next record. And everyone's like, oh shit, you know? So That's, that's good though. That you flow like that. Yeah, well, we can honestly say, and I'm not trying to brag, but like Blur is probably one of the best records we've done to date, uh, but it was written and recorded in two months. Wow, that's impressive. You know how many great albums or songs were, and I mean, I don't know the number, but there's a lot of them that of, of people that have just sat there and wrote something just a, a quick, even just like some of these one hit wonders that are super great songs. You hear, oh, I wrote that in 10 minutes. And it's just because it just comes to you, it just goes, it just goes with it, you know, the flow. Absolutely, yeah. So, like, there's such a stigma to that, isn't there? You know, everyone's like, I, I spent so long on this. And it's like, okay, yeah, it sounds really good. And then us, we're like, we spent 10 minutes on this. Ah, we're like, but it sounds really good. You know, so then you have to start finding that line. It's like, you know, we had to do the pre-pro. We had to demo everything. And then we're like, mm-hmm. did we, though? Did we? <laughs> you know, like, what if someone has a song like I spent two years writing this shit and you're like, oh, that fucking sucks, dude. <laughs> oh, that's happened. That's happened. Trust me, dude. Because like when we started this project, like we we basically like a passion thing because like we all brought like our shit to the table. And I was like, man, I've been, I've been working on this since I like, stopped playing music and come back to it. And they're like, sucks, Nate. And I'm like, I'm not going to go cry later or anything. <laughs> but it's like, you know, the, the, at the end of the day, when you have like the level of musicianship that you're hanging out with. It's never like to punch you down. It's to make you better. You know what I mean? But you're listening to them because they're also listening to what you're trying to do. Constructive criticism. I, I, feel like if, I feel like if you take too long to write a song, I feel like you're trying too hard to make that song work. And that can be an issue because if you're writing something that's really good, a lot of times it, the ideas just come to you just one after another after another. Same with writing lyrics. If you're writing lyrics and it's just not working – I would just scrap, like for me personally, I just scrap and try something new because if it's going to work, it normally just kind of flows. It kind of just goes with it. But if I'm trying so hard to make it work, I feel like work on something else, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. We call that Pandora's box where we just throw all the skeletons in. We're just like chunk them in there. And lately we haven't been able, like we haven't referenced it, which is really nice because like everybody's been really inspired. I think even now, like Blur hasn't even come out. It hasn't come out yet, but we're still like, I'm so done with that record. I'm so ready to write a new one. And we're like, guys, we haven't even played any of these songs live yet. <laughs> you, know? well, you already had an EP come out in 2022, didn't you? Yeah, we did Dream State. And um, I think that's what kind of put us on the map because we not only is like, I do love that record to death. And like a lot of time was spent on that one. But I think what changed things is we were like, we didn't want to just do the typical, hey, we're going to release a record and then put it out and then uh, do the whole like CD release thing, right? Where you'll get a bunch of people to show up to one show and mm-hmm. invite a bunch of people out and spend all this money to make like this huge event. We were like, nah, we're just going to go tour on it and just start booking as many shows as we possibly could. And yeah. I think we ended up at over like 30 to 40 shows just in this last year alone. Like we, we just got these two months off and that's the reason why we have time to be able to do cool shit like this, you know, because yeah. we, we would never have the time before. And we'd be like, where are you guys at? We're like, oh, we're in this town. Or where are you this? We're gone, you know, so. So are you touring nas- uh, nationally or just? Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, we've, we've toured pretty much at the United States at this point. We would like to get over to the East Coast a little more. Um, but yeah. Dude, that's no, where I'm at. 
Call me. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Yeah, because we were, we were in Oklahoma too. If I would have known, yeah. bro, we would have had you out. Yeah, show call me. Yeah. <laughs> Don doesn't live in Oklahoma. I live in Oklahoma. He lives, uh, you coming down to the Gulf Coast, call me. <laughs> okay, yeah, no, I'll let you know for sure. Uh, but yeah, no, we, we traveled all the way out to uh, Virginia for Blue Ridge Rock Festival. And that wow. was uh, so much fun. I wish we would have toured home, though, but our drummer was kind of on like a time stringent thing for his job at the moment. Because, yeah, we're st- we still have to work regular jobs. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, we had to drive 42 hours home after that. And it was like, oh, wow. <laughs> Damn, you, drove, you drove all that way. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, I read some deal. I read something that said you guys pretty much put the whole tour together yourselves. Yeah. Uh, and that that's that's super impressive. Did you have it like really a man- do you guys have a manager like a like a a manager or some help with that like internally? Well, no, like our manager is super awesome. Like he is uh <laughs> it's like trying to grab onto like a, a like a string of lightning with us guys, you know, because yeah. he's just like, I have these plans and we're like, fuck those plans, because we got <laughs> all this shit going, you know? <laughs> he's just like, okay, well then we'll get to the plans, like we'll get there, you know. And then we, you can tell him we're dormant because we call him more often than he needs to. And he's like, I heard from each one of you today. What the fuck's going on? We're like, we're just seeing what you're doing. <laughs> we're bored. Like, what are you thinking about right today? now? And he's all, stop calling me. That <laughs> reminds me of when Peter Griffin called Quagmire. And he's yeah. like, what are you doing? Yeah, what are you thinking about? I was like, what do you want? We're like, what's yeah. going on? Nothing. Twiddles his hair a little bit. Yeah. Pretty much. So yeah. What you doing? I, I want. We're gonna play a song. Live, laugh, lobotomy. Um, before I play it, I do want to say I read somewhere that I guess maybe a fan said or someone had said a 2010 sound with kind of like a modern twist or something like that. And I, I read that before I listened to the song, and I totally get it. And that brings me back to what I've been talking about on previous podcasts when I'm not interviewing bands. A lot of these bands that come out that are a little bit older, like the like Godsmack and and like Bush came out with the new album. I wish, personal opinion, people are probably gonna disagree with me on it. That's fine. I think that if they're coming out with some newer songs now, that like what they did in the early two thousands, they should have more of a modern twist to it to relate to some of the younger generation because you're always gonna have your fans there. But if you could throw a little bit of little new metal in there, a little metalcore mix. Yeah. Mix, mix it in. I think you're going to get your the, the old fans are still going to appreciate it, and the new younger generation mm-hmm. is also going to like it, and you're going to get new fans from it. So, anyway, someone said that about you guys, and I love. I feel like you scream during the verse, but then sing during the chorus, which is I opposite do. of what most bands do. I thought that was really unique and creative, man. I swear to God, that was fucking awesome. Well, thank you. Um, I I am not a big fan of my singing voice, but my band is so. Like they're trying to pull it out of me more and more. They're like, step into the web of singing. And I'm in there just like wanting to die in the studio. Like, I'm like, I don't want to sing this. You know, and everyone's like, do it. Do it. I'm like, okay. You have a, a, and I would, I'll say this, and people always fucking disagree with what I say. I don't care. Fuck anyone who disagrees with me. <laughs> but, but, yeah, fuck but, everybody. But, fuck everybody. Unless you listen to my podcast, I love you. Fuck everybody else. Uh, <laughs> or if you like the band Preacher, then also not fuck you. Okay, but but you have you have kind of a uh, that Coheed and Cambria kind of higher pitch singing a little bit, not as high. Would you have you been compared to him before? Uh, no. So like our I'm guitar player does a lot of the singing too, and so lately we've been like singing together. So oh, most of the time okay. I would just be doing like the screaming parts and then our guitar player actually does that high pitched singing, oh, which if you gotcha. see him, he's like ultra muscular. 
And you're like, how does that voice come out of that burly, burly of a man? You know? <laughs> <laughs> so he's the one that does the higher pitch singing on yes. and the Okay. We blend so well together now that you can't even tell that we're singing together. It's just like you wouldn't know it until you saw it live, which is cool. Oh, wow. You know, like I never thought I even myself would be able to be in that pitch and range with him. But it's it's just met it's meshing like a fine wine to even now where you guys are like, oh damn, that's not all you. I was like, no, it's not. Like we're doing this together, you know. That's cool. Don, you're going to like this song. I know, Don, you haven't heard it yet. I'm excited. Yeah. You saw it already? Okay, cool. First no, reaction. I said I I'm this. excited. Oh, good, good, good. Okay. First time listener right here, Don. I'm going to give you the floor. First time. Yep. We're, we're popping time. the preacher cherry here. <laughs> Let's, do Let's do it. Here we go. Right now, I'm going to mute all y'all motherfuckers. Three, here two. we go. Live, uh-huh. laugh, lobotomy by the band Preacher. Here we go.
We're going to see what's edited by real quick before we uh, take this off here or produce it or video yeah. it. Right Wait, here Little's the, the man. Yeah, let's give a shout out to him on the video here. I love the school bus too. Blake Little? Yep. There we Littell. go. Little. I just I just call him sexy. So I'm so impressed. And you had me with the, <laughs> standing on top of the bus and had a Cheech and Chong's moment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, is that what that was? That's why she's smoking weed outside the bus thing. Is that what I, it don't know, I mean it's up for interpretation? <laughs> <laughs> like I got a job. Fog machine, up, man. I don't think I mean, we can pop that no, hard to be no, really honest. That was epic. <laughs> so that, that school bus is actually our tour bus. Oh, cool! <laughs> Great. Yeah. So if you see us roll up in that thing, like you know, it's preacher. Oh <laughs> yeah. Like, no kids in it, and like metal music blaring from like you're like, well, dude, what? we got insulted I mean, so hard by that bus. Like somebody came up, we didn't even know. We just pulled up to Blue Ridge Rock Festival. And, like I think it was like we got, we just got out of the bus, and this girl comes up and she was like, "Hey, nice short bus." And we're like, "Thanks." She's like, "Yeah, was that the same bus you guys rode to in school?" We're like, "Damn, roasted." <laughs> <laughs> God dang! That was so quick. We thought she was just being friendly, but she was hell mean. She's being a dick. You know what I would have told her? I would have told her this right here. You need Jesus in your life. That's what I would have mentioned to her. That's what I would have said. To be honest, it was so rude and so quick that I was like, I'm not even mad. I'm actually impressed. <laughs> I was like, God damn. Right. Like, yeah, like, yeah, we're still in high school. Our fucking principal drove us here. Thank you very yeah, much. Yeah, I've been really fucked Dude. up if like we actually were on the spectrum. You know what I mean? I'd be like, huh? And she'd be like, oh, I feel like a piece of shit. <laughs> right, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> tell me about Blue Tell me about Blue Ridge. How did you guys get on Blue Ridge? And what was it like just playing in front of a ton of people at this really huge rock festival, man? Well, uh, so this is this is actually like our first like big thing we we did with our manager. You know, mm-hmm. he was finally like, "Hey, stop booking shows, you assholes, and let me do something for you." And we're like, <laughs> "Fuck yeah, man!" You know, so um, he got us on, which was awesome. And um, I'm I'm not tooting my horn or anything. It was literally like like a backdoor submission, and they heard us, and they're like, "We have to have these guys on here," which is. <sighs> you know, like, thank you. Fuck, you know, that, to, fuck that! Toot your horn. In fact, I'm humble about it. But no, it was really cool to know that like our music got us there. It wasn't like you know a friend of a friend of a friend of a friend. You know what I mean? Right. Like that was cool. And then Hell the stage yeah. we got to play, I think I think had like the best bands of the day, if not the entire weekend, which is really fucking cool. And uh, you know, us being as young as we are in the industry. Not age-wise, because I'm old as fuck. <laughs> hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Hold that thought. Hold that thought. <laughs> How old are you? I turned 34 yesterday. Oh, come on. <laughs> you know, but, but still, but still, I mean, that's... You know, I was going to say, I'll make this joke. Anyway, instead of tooting your own horn, I would have given myself a reach around. That's what I was going to say. Okay, I'm sorry. We're rude as fuck. No, you're fine. You're fine. You're fine. No, I get it. So, but like, I guess like uh, young, young in our band sense, you know, where like, 
um, for us to be playing an event like that big um, with the accolades that we had at such a like short period of time, um, we couldn't help but kind of geek out with all the talent that was around us, you know, yeah. but our big thing was just like, no, we're here for reasons. So, you know, don't go out there and, and just like try to jerk everybody off or like be fangirling, right. but like let them know, like, I'm here, you know, like I'm here too. So own your shit. Instead of, like, I would have jerked everybody off. Every single person. You <laughs> well, I mean, that came second. You know, I was like, hey, yeah, our manager was like, like hey, hey, you want a hand job? Here I am. Off. Okay. <laughs> and I was like, I promise I won't jerk anybody off this time. Okay. But they're asking for it. I'll beat their dicks off with both hands. You know? <laughs> but no, it was just cool because, like, yeah, just like, uh, just yeah, just meeting the, the level of talents that we got to brush shoulders with and, and hang out with. Um, it just felt like we were meant to be there, which was really cool. Mm-hmm. I never thought in a million years I'd be rubbing shoulders with some of these artists or them even knowing who I was when I showed up, which was even crazier to me because I'm like, dude, I was usually the kid that had the poster of you on my wall, but now I'm just sitting right. here like having a beer and just trying not to go, holy fuck, you know, you're like, <laughs> yeah, no, that's cool, man. Everything's sweet, whatever, you know, no big deal. You're like, and you're yep. like in, inside, you're just like, oh, I, like this. I right. love you. I love you so much. You yeah, yeah, got like some super big bands. Like, you're like, yeah, I mean, I heard that album like once. It was, it was good. It was good. Yeah, no, I'm, <laughs> I'm like, slip, slip, slip not, right? Oh, okay. Yeah. No, Corey you know? Tyler is it? Or Taylor Cortell? I knew it was something like that. Yeah, I think Damn. I've heard of seven, seven, whatever. Seven Dust? Yeah, no, I think I've heard of you guys. Seven, times. seven Lynch. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, it was just no. It was super cool because, like, you know, they knew they knew we were geeking, but like, we held ourselves very professionally. And it was cool to like, re- like, you know, meet their teams, meet mm-hmm. their managers, and everybody. They just all kind of took us and put us right underneath their wings. And I think that's a good that's sign epic. that we did hold our own, and you know, we did show up professional and shit, and had a great time, and were respectful, right. and took care of their staff as well. Yeah. I know a lot of people didn't. I know a lot of people saw us too because every time we went to catering or we went back and forth, we were grabbing waters for like all of the security staff and people that are taking care of all the the fans and shit. Because dude, they were oh yeah, it was hard as fuck out there. I can only imagine what they're going through. So every time I kick home, they're like, "Hey, do you want anything?" They're like, "Are you fucking serious?" I'm like, "Yeah." I pull my bag open, start handing out waters, like sneak a beer to them. I'm like, "Hey, I didn't give this to you." You know? <laughs> thank you, thank you for taking care more. of us. You know, like. So yeah, yeah it was, it was like just really cool. So that's awesome as hell. Yeah, yeah. So like the staff and everybody treated us just absolutely amazing. Like if we need anything, they'd come get us. And yeah, I think it was just respect, giving respect, and we we just had right. a blast. I think that's awesome. I think you got a great, great, great attitude, dude. Uh, mm-hmm. It's you know playing a, a venue like that. I, I, I've never been to a venue like that or played a concert or something like that, but I. I would assume that a lot of the bands that are playing there, whether they're bigger or smaller, you're all a part of one big thing, one big festival going on. Mm-hmm. You have your dickhead bands. I think they're too cool for school sometimes. But for the most part, I would assume like 90 plus percent of the bands that are playing at something like this, they're just down to have a good time and, and meet new people because you never know mm-hmm. who's the next big band that's coming up. You don't want to give someone a cold shoulder. And next, you know, the, the next fucking, you know, Papa Roach or some shit like that. Right. Yeah, so we also did a lot of cool things. I would say, like, my starstruck moment at all wasn't actually meeting the bands. It was seeing the production level of this place. Like, because you can't really see what's going on. And, like, we got there a day early, and, like, our management was walking us around the security team to show us everything. Mm -hmm. And, man, when you pull up to those two big-ass main stages, I was just, like, like, <laughs> gawking. I don't even know. I, could, I was trying to take a picture and it just didn't make sense. So I was like, this is a, I don't know how to, like, this isn't, no one's going to realize how fucking huge this is. You know, like, yeah. this thing's fucking mountainous, you know? And then they gave us uh, extra passes 
that we didn't need. So we kept finding like uh, the younger crowd and stuff. You can tell like, you know, weren't there to like be able to have drinks and everything like that. Right. And, you know, their older brothers and shit are having way too much fun with their friends. So we'd go like throw a pass around their neck and go take them up to see their favorite band and yeah. bring it back out to the crowd. And they were like, dude, this is fucking crazy. We're like, I know, right? We're feeling the same way. <laughs> so, yeah, and they're trying to think like, oh, you guys probably do this every day. We're like, we don't. <laughs> you know, we hope to. But no, I'm glad we got to do this experience with you. So we were, we, were, we were doing that with a lot of a lot of the fans and stuff as much as we could. That is absolutely wonderful. I mean, your fans are going to remember you for that. Not just for your music, but, you know, you meet bands all the time that you really enjoy their music. But when you meet them in person, you're like, God, you're such a dick. Mm-hmm. You know? I and hate when that happens. People actually be decent human beings and going out of their way to be nice. I mean, because that's so rare today. It really is. It's so uncommon to find nice people. It, Dude, I give you so a, much props. There was a, a, I don't know, they weren't a famous band, but they were playing at OzFest on the small stage. Along, like, I think I was in high school still, maybe, 2000, 2001. And uh, there was a band called Pump Jack that was playing on the small stage. I didn't really care for their music. And I don't even think they're banning works. I've tried looking them up. And I, this is from, I was like 17 years old, maybe, maybe 18 at the time. Right. And I always loved that band just because the guy, the, the someone in that band came up to me and was like, Oh, do you like our show on stage? And I was like, Yeah. And I really didn't care for it. But I was, but after that point forward, I really loved their music just because they were cool. And I don't like I said, I don't think they're a band, but having an influence like that on some young person's life, they're never going to forget that ever. That's exactly right. Well, it's shaping them. You know what I mean? Like you're a big part of their lives, regardless if you think so or not. And like, I can count on my hand as far as like people I met that I looked up to that actually were that person versus Mm -hmm. the amount of shitty encounters I've had with people. Mm -hmm. I'm like, dude, you're like the best of the best. And they're like, yeah, I know it. They say never meet your idols. They say never yes, meet exactly, your idols. bro. And they just fucking warped and crushed my Dude, heart. I, man. I, I was like, I'll never be like that. Ever. I, had Chris, I had Christopher Rowe from the Ataris on a podcast when I kind of like a, a, over a year ago now. And I was like, uh, something about being loud. And he goes, Yes, you are loud. And he like lowers his, uh, he lowers his uh, iPad or whatever he was on. And then the whole time I'm sitting there talking to him, his fucking dog sitting there snoring hella loud. And I'm like, fuck, dude. He was still cool, but I mean, don't meet your idols. I was a little bit disappointed. Yeah. And <laughs> with that episode, but a lot of other people I have on here are super good. I, before we get off here, I do want to say I also think it's very neat that you guys uh, self produced your own, your last EP. Did you guys also self produce? Like, did you guys sell everything? Everything, that everything is- from the logos to the merch designs to our branding to the music. We all do it as a band. And that so, brings... Go ahead, Don. I'm sorry, baby. Um, so you said the new album is called Blur? Blur. Because, once again, it was written and recorded in two months. Like and that's a blur. how it felt. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> I couldn't think of a better idea where I was like, that's... Uh, we don't know yet, because like now, like I said, we have a lot of people in our corner. Uh-huh. So, because if it was up to us, it would come out like right now. I'd be like, "Oh, you want it? Right. Here you go. <laughs> We're not. We can't. You can't do that anymore. Management. No, 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 no. Yeah. yeah, it's good to have management because otherwise, uh-huh. I'm the same way. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, let's go. Let's put it out. Yeah, there. yeah. We would release that and be like, okay, we're promoting the next album. They're like, you guys need to stop. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are tyrants. Yeah, because even in five year span right now, we have over thirty, like 30, 30 plus songs out now. You oh, know wow. what I mean? Like so. um just just a just a musical tyrant, you know. So they're just kind of putting the brakes on it so that way that people can actually enjoy what's coming out while we're making new stuff. So right. 
I do well, want to mention to all, but, yeah. I done interrupted oh, you again. Okay. Damn, no, no, I'm you're, sorry. Good. you're good, dog. You guys have to it's fight the- now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, it, it's such a pleasure to get on with someone that's the time has flown by. I know. I know oh, that yeah. I, I didn't even realize end, and it, it it feels like we just got on here. It's such a pleasure to meet you. You're such a nice Thank guy. You. I look forward Have me to back. I'll hang out anytime you guys want Hell me to. Oh, yes. We can, absolutely. We can share funny stories. Uh, shit, we can just sit here and stare at each other and see who can I drink a beer I'll social media yeah. in just a moment. <laughs> I mean, I just want to talk about reach arounds is what I want to talk about. <laughs> I'm cool with that, too. <laughs> I'm, just you know? I'm just saying. Thanks <laughs> an alcohol for Sebastian. I do, I do, I do, I do want to say, though, that this is going to air on Monday, November, whatever the next Monday is from today. Uh, oh, like 13th or something. I don't know. But, but you can catch not only Nate's been on our podcast, but Preacher and some of the guys from the other from the the same band, but different members of the band are also mm-hmm. doing other podcasts right now. And I don't know when those are going to air, but you can check out not only this podcast, but other ones from the band Preacher on some different platforms. And I do want to mention real quick before we get off here, your merch is super fucking cool. I love how you guys have pop sockets. And I almost Thank I almost you. let people buy one. But my new phone is an ant. It's like one of those flip phones. It's like one of those. You know, the- <laughs> it's like Hell a new yeah. Samsung. No, dude, you it's just a- bring it back. Just put put one on them. Yeah, it's cool. Dude. It's it's super cool, man. I was trading my iPhone. And it was long story why I got this phone. I had to get used to Android. I love this phone. That's so cool. No, it looks like a Walmart phone, but really, it's not. It's a, it's a legit. Samsung. Uh, no, awesome, dude. You know what? Just follow me on socials and come find us. DM me. I'll send you one, dude. Well, not to say I can't. I can't get a pop socket because this phone can't use a pop. Dude, socket. You can still have it and put it on your shelf. I don't care. Oh, I'm you, following you anyway. So you fucking send me one. I could do yeah, that. Yeah, I'll send you one. I'll send you both one. <laughs> I'm like, you know, I could probably put it on the very smooth end right there. Maybe I don't know. But, but yeah, no, but, but listen, listen. If you go, if you go to their, their link tree, which what, what's your web? What's your actual website name? Our actual website is Preacher NV, like for Nevada. For Nevada. There you go. They got, they got, look, they got these like cool little drawstring bags. They got pop sockets. They got koozies. At first, I was like, are they making their own beer? And I was like, oh, it's a koozie. Never mind. Oh, you wait. <laughs> shorts, you wait. Got shorts, they got shorts and shirts and all kinds of cool shit. So, Hell yeah. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a huge supporter of, of you guys. I think you're a super cool dude. Thank you again for coming on. Thank you guys. Uh, Thank you Nate, so much. Any, any last thing you want to say before we get off of here? Uh, no, I mean, I know I'm supposed to direct everybody to there, but um, I mean, we kind of said it right there as far as going to our .com. You can find us, all our socials there. Um, I'm sure you could find us personally. Um, we're not cock stars, so if you come talk to us, like we'll write you back, you know, when we can. So please don't say, be afraid to come star? talk to us. Cock star. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard that before. Yeah. And then other thing, too, is if you do catch us out on the road, I, I know we're going to be posting dates on everything here up soon. But if we do come out to a live show, don't be afraid to talk to us. We're so down to earth. Come give us hugs. Come take pictures. We'll sign anything you want if you want a signature, unless it's a blank check. Um, other than that, like we're uh, we're here for you guys. And thank you so much for all the support and everything. And we hope you like the new single. And we hope the new music that we are going to present, you guys love it just as much. Awesome. Absolutely. Hey, Nate, do me a a favor. Stay right there after the outro song plays, please. I do want to thank everyone that listens to our podcast. Like I said earlier, check us out on all podcasting platforms. YouTube, like, subscribe, hit that bell, and uh, give us some money on Patreon if you don't mind. Patreon.com forward slash LoudSpot, www.theloudspot.net. No one fucking cares what I have to say anyways. That's all the time we got. (laughs) Nate, stay right there. Give them fucking money. Do it. Peace (laughs) out. Rock on. Much love. Here we go. This is the loud spot outro by nothing short of tragic. 
Is this all talk with no action? No. Is this my thoughts with distraction? No. Is this what I bought that's in fashion? Or is this the loud spot with Sebastian? Yes. Does nothing short of tragic have his back again? Yes. Does everything that's good really have to end? Yes. A pin post has to pin show so to get more episodes, make an order. This is over. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 